Hi, my name is Anvisha Nath. Welcome to What Fits to Sleep in association with Michael. I'm a 17-year-old student here at Jamara College and I'm the head of innovation. So we're transitioning from season one to season two. Season two will be taking place here in the studio in Jamara College where I'll be hosting different students from different committees across my school where they'll come and talk about topics across Gen Z like let's say the environment or AI and technology. So those are just some examples of what we'll be discussing going forward and uh, welcome to the podcast. My name is Anvishanath and I'll be your host today. Hi and welcome to the podcast. Today we have some JC CEOs with us. Uh, uh, my name is Hugh and my business is HughGlenright.com. I'm an illustrator and designer. Hi, I'm Asad. I run Avalon currently and I'm in charge of making clothes and selling them. And I'm Mustafa. Today we want to be discussing a couple of pointers and tips and advice for starting a business as a you know, teenager. Why you should take up a hobby such as let's say trading crypto or illustrating. Why do you think that's beneficial for our students? As students, we tend to believe that we don't have a lot of time. But then when you really reflect on it, you realize that school only takes up a certain portion. And then if you try not getting distracted by, I'm going to say, pointless stuff like social media, you realize that you could use your time to do something quite productive. And a side hustle is a perfect way to utilize that. So for me, I chose to learn about like how to design stuff and, and sell it. It's a good thing to have like something, to, a bit of responsibility, take ownership of yourself and now's the perfect age to do it as well because you've got your parents, you've got a bit something to fall back on if it all fails. Hopefully it doesn't, but if that's, if that's the case, then it's good like that. And it's so easy as well. well. The internet is so wide and vast that you don't really struggle much at all, like as much as people think you do. So why did you guys come across like your hobbies? Like for example, why did you start drawing? Like what, did it start at a young uh, age or? I think, yeah, for me, I've always been a creative person. I've been drawing my whole life and I think turning it into a business for me didn't necessarily feel like a decision I made. It was more of just a natural progression. For me, I've not always been very creative, but I've loved to sell and the art of selling. So I wanted to see, uh, like I always told myself that I'd be good at selling, but I had no actual proof of it. So I picked up a niche, which for me was designing clothes, and I started selling and it just felt really natural. So I kept going with it. Okay, let's talk about the journey that you guys have had. What do you think would be a good starting point for students like maybe me and Mustafa to start a business? The hardest part is just starting yeah. because once you start everything is so natural like you at least have a direction to go to but if you don't start you don't have any direction you don't know where you're going it just seems so like yeah, like yeah. foggy but once you start you can see the steps you have to take and the steps you might have to take and if you take some wrong ones you can just head back and go forward again but i would say starting small because once you start you know then you can you sort of let yourself i'd say let go of the idea of getting it right the first time because you're going to stuff up so many times. You're going to mess things up. You know, you're going to fail to deliver things to clients. That's just how things work, you know. And to, I think to abandon that idea of having everything be perfect, then it frees yourself up. You can learn those lessons way quicker. What do you guys think? I know you addressed some of the potential like challenges and difficulties, but when you have that successful business, what are the major obstacles that you have to sustain and, and progress that into the future? One would be knowing how to lose. The smaller things are where you should start with and everyone always focuses on starting the largest businesses but then they experience the smallest failures and they don't know where to go from there. For example, I've made a lot of money but I've also lost a lot and I've had to deal with the fact that some orders may not go through, some people may not like what you create, some people just 
are not very nice people in general. And the second thing is consistency. Throughout the year, the seasons will change. You will have to adapt to what comes your way. School's gonna come, exams are gonna come, summer's gonna come, family's gonna come, but you have to have that discipline and passion to really pay your respects to what you're doing and, and go through with it. I think just having a passion should extend beyond, I wanna make lots of money. Cause at the end of the day, if this does succeed or you'll learn stuff from this with what you want to do in the future, that is your future. That's what you're going to be doing. Even like, for example, even if you abandon this business, it'll give you an idea what you want to do in the future. So talking about the future, what do you think the implementation of digitalization within business, how would that affect the marketplace? How would that affect your businesses and other businesses that want to start up as well? As an illustrator right now, I use digital software all the time. Digitalization of art tools, I think is pretty amazing for me at least. Like, the work, I, it allows me to totally explore myself creatively. But then you've just got that other side, data scraping, artist work, getting pop, like pulled into these like AI models and then being spat back out. And then all of a sudden you see your work being like redistributed and just all this stuff. Like it, it's designed to capitalize on this, you know, art is a, a skill and some people don't want to do that. And it capitalizes on that. Because the way I see it, um, AI is probably going to come and it's gonna stay. There's no getting around that. And as someone who uses designs to put on clothing, I use AI a lot, as in for background removal, for changing the gradient of a photo, or replacing a color. For me, AI has been extremely helpful. And I think that for everyone out there who honestly wants to start like a business, don't get into something where you know that AI is gonna be extremely challenging for you instead try to figure out a way to utilize AI and make it your friend because it is here to stay and being ignorant of it isn't going to help us at all. There's a difference between being ignorant though and then choosing where you want like where you stand if that makes sense. Personally I understand AI is going to come and it's going to try and run me. it's already running people out of jobs. I think for me I'm safer I'm living with my parents and stuff but there are some people who in, in who are like for example animation that industry is definitely under a lot of uh, trouble with that. And I think it's down to the responsibility of the individual. Wow, that was a very interesting discussion, I would say. Thank you so much for coming in and discussing your businesses. So my name is Hugh Glenwright. I'm an illustrator and designer. I'm Asad, and I sell clothes, and I make clothes. I'm Mustafa, and I'm Anwisha's partner. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Anwisha, in association with Maiko and What Fits Deceive. We're here live from Jumeirah College, signing out. Thank you.